0: Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review. I never do this, so here's Riggs.
1: <laughs> on, we're we're doing the midweeker, aren't we? Oh, were we? Yeah.
2: Oh. Right.
1: <laughs> I like that though. That's a good way to start. <laughs> there we go.
2: Yes, we are doing we're doing a midweeker, which is traditionally what we do first. Yeah. And Riggs, you picked this one. It's I did. A, it's a dude that you've mentioned before on the pod, and I'd never seen anything of him, Scott Adkins. Yeah. And the movie was The Debt Collector. Yes. Screamed budget from day one, well, from if you moment one.
1: If you cast your mind back to our direct-to-video special that we did, the best movies not released in theatre, I did actually mention this movie, and I saw that it was on Netflix this week, and I thought, oh, yeah, I'll treat the guys you to the debt collector.
0: To, to the debt collector. So it instantly had that feeling of no one you've ever seen has been in this film. No one you've ever seen has been associated with... Any kind of performance before mm. at
1: this level, it seemed. Well, a, Sc- Scott Atkins was in one of the Marvel movies. He yeah, got I mean, I, I, up it, by uh, Doctor Strange's cape, just, just kind of had that feeling from yeah. from early doors. I suppose the genesis to this, right? The background to all this that makes it interesting is that the director is a guy called Jesse V. Johnson. He's an English guy, and he worked as a stunt man. And a stunt coordinator for some pretty big movies, Charlie's Angels, Mars Attacks, Planet of the Apes, Starship Troopers, War of the Worlds. And his debut job was as a stuntman on Total Recall. Okay. So this guy cool. has been there and, yeah. and done it. And he, after working as a stuntman, he decided to make his own movies and he's, he's hooked up with Scott Adkins, who is an English mixed martial arts guy who, who has been trying to crack it in Hollywood for a little while. What, what else is interesting is Jesse Johnson is the nephew of legendary stuntman Vic Armstrong.
2: He, yeah, he was yeah. Uh,
1: Harrison Ford's stunt double. Everybody for, knows that, Riggs, you don't have to explain it. He, for, he was Harrison Ford's stunt double for the Indiana Jones first three movies, a Timothy Dalton's stunt double in Flash Gordon, George Lazenby's in the skiing scenes in...
2: Majesty's Secret Service.
1: That one, and Christopher Reeves' double for Superman 1 and 2. He did the jumping from the horse to the tank that indie does it in oh, okay. the it's like voted one of the top stunts of all time so they come from a long pedigree of of stunt fight coordinators and they usually make more st- fight heavy movies than this this one was a little bit more plot driven than your typical mm. director video
3: affair well all of what you just said there reeks it didn't amount to a decent film <laughs>
0: I, I would I would go uh, against that, Pete, and I say that I really fucking enjoyed this. I thought did it was really? yeah, it really did. I, w- As, I
3: will tell you off on when you said that there was nobody that any that you recognised. the 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 fella that played Candyman,
1: yeah, Tony Todd,
3: was in it. Mm, Todd I didn't Warrior. I recognised him. I'm pretty sure after Candyman he didn't do a great deal, and now this is where he's he did Candyman operated. too. <laughs> Well, he did. <laughs> he did the man 2, maybe even 3. Aren't they rebooting that?
1: Yeah, it's a really underrated movie, actually. There's a lot of interesting themes in that one. Another midweek at one time.
3: It was better. It's better than this one. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. Pete, Pete's recording remotely this week. If you want to find out how and why, please listen to the Friday episode where it will all come out in the intro where I rip Pete.
3: <laughs> it's exciting <laughs> stuff.
1: If he does sound like he's
2: recording in a tin can, that's why. So back to the movie when it when it started and the dialogue started, it had a feel of it being dubbed you <laughs> wanna fight? by fight. from English into English, <laughs> yeah, um, which was a sort of strange phenomenon. I, th- I quite enjoyed
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I must admit the writing is what held it together for me as as well as the very matter of fact and funny acting by by Atkins i really liked him Atkins i, I is was really good i didn't this. like him for about 15 20 minutes and i, I was just sizing this out and thinking where's this going fucking hell it started off like mr miyagi or something i thought this is this is scraping all the bottom mm. of the barrel but then it takes a a turn and a twist and there's some some good characters in there. And, well, and let's some...
1: let's talk about yeah. that as they come in because you're right. It does start off in a dojo, uh, great place for a martial arts film to start. A dojo. Scott Adkins is training Michael Pare, who is also one of the other actors you may. It's got a three man walk
0: down Reservoir Dog style down the street
1: yeah. as it follows
0: these three heavies going into the dojo, demanding that he sells his lease because he's going out of business anyway, and they want. They, they've they got a whole load of different dojos that they want to take over. And they also say, your traditional style is no, you know, so they're bigging up his style by saying nobody wants to follow this traditional style anymore. They want our generic brand of karate. He doesn't like it. They insult him by putting their shoes on his mat. And then he says, you've got to leave. Or I'm going to kick your ass. And they fancy the fight. So we yeah. get to
1: see him fight. It's a decent fight, isn't it? I yeah. mean, that's some of the stuff that I like. You can tell these guys are stuntmen, and in the fight scenes are done so that the camera is part of the action. It's choreographed in the action. It's not choppy. It's really well rehearsed. There's some inventive moves in this. They don't. There's not so much of the like extraordinary wire flipping and that sort of thing. It's a much more grounded in realism style fighting.
2: There was a couple of fights. I think it's the the second one, or it might have even been the first one that they go to when they're, where they're doing the deck collecting. Mm-hmm. And I got the feeling that the set was built, you know, very deliberately so that you could be thrown through various stud walls, walls yeah, and stuff absolutely. like that. Which, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, which which it kind of goes on and, and does. So basically, the, the guy is going to lose his dojo. He's got no money. So he needs to take a, another job. And he's just proven to one other chap who watched him kick the ass of these guys that he's got what it takes. And he's, this guy can get him an interview with a local mobster. Yeah. Um, and he could become a debt collector, which is then what he goes to do.
1: They're sent by Tommy. They're given this list to go and collect debts, although it's never actually said like that. They call them mediators, <laughs> which I it made me chuckle. And so they've got this this list of names and he gets he picks up a partner, uh, a guy called Sue, who is uh, played by uh, an actor I'd never heard of, Louis Mandelore. He's the brother of Costas Mandelore who was in the Saw franchise. Never mm. heard of this guy. He's an ex who's got a Coupe de Ville that he's too hungover to drive himself all the time. And this is a great character. I And him and Atkins together have got brilliant chemistry. F- fantastic chemistry. They really do. It. I mean, a, a, man, a boy named Sue. Like yeah. you know,
0: I, I just thought that was such a, a clever way to do it. So between them both, you're absolutely right, Riggs. The chemistry holds this together because these two actors just play off against each other fantastically. And they give you all the laughs and all the kind of believable moments in it as far as this film goes, because it is one of those films that um, has poetic license as an action film in Hollywood does to do unbelievable things. People will get up and after being cracked over the head by a bottle or in the, in the face with a lump of wood or something, they're getting up. Obviously they're not in real life, but this all adds to it. And it's, it's some really great fight scenes, some really great action scenes. And as they go through with this collection of debts that he has for the weekend his partner to test him out test the ground is this guy any good sue's an old hand at this if an alcoholic he's really really good at what he does and he's got absolutely no scruples about doing anything it takes to get the money whereas French is actually a a nice enough bloke he's he wouldn't smash somebody in the face if he thought he could just pull the money out their hand
1: well he does he does wrestle a bit with the morality of what he's doing he's a paratrooper and he does rationalize it away an ex-paratrooper isn't he that's where he got his skills sort of thing um and he does rationalize it away sort of but but his part of the journey is his moral journey around it as well i do like some of the nice little touches like he turns up wearing a suit on the first day because the boss tells him to and then he immediately gets into like a sort of running chase with these two guys in a fight wearing a yeah a really cheap like suit and Yeah, slipping all over the place in the shiny brogues. There's quite a sort of that feel of somebody trying to capture a Tarantino type vibe of these small time crims. But there's just enough charm in it that it it works. For for me, I really say 10 minutes in, I was thinking this
0: is going to be utter turd.
2: Yeah, it was a bit the same actually, yeah.
0: I've watched it twice since then. Have you really? Yeah, I nice. watched it. I watched it through with a boy as well, and, and there's he a really sequel. really enjoyed it. We watched that one Have you? as well. So that goes to show how much I enjoyed this movie, which was a really pleasant surprise because as they go through these different collections, there's a number rated on each of the collections depending on the amount of violence each person would would be asked to to be given. And they find out that the guy they're working for is actually a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. And and there's lots of arseholes under this and they are basically left holding the shitty end of the stick each time, asking nice people who have been lent money or given money under one pretext to now give it back. And and take a, a really bad
2: kicking for the. I can't for, believe for, for a, doing it as well. a, a gangster would lend money with uh, unfavorable. It's, terms, it's, you know. It is it is <laughs> unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. But the, the way that the film works is almost like a computer game, and that you know it levels up every time. you yeah. know, the, the the villains get bigger and they you know comedically like double the size of our.
1: Atkins spends a fair amount of the movie getting beaten up. Yeah. which is also interesting for a leading man. Well, this is it for the first his first day on
0: the on the job, his first weekend. He gets abs. He gets sent in for all the bad bits of the job, while Sue just sits in shagging women if he can, drinking <laughs> if he if he's not doing that, yeah. and and sending the the new boy in to square up the deals. Well, and he take all the punches. Sue
2: does the kind of mediating in that he'll get the guy, and there's usually you know the hired help, the, the right. bodyguards that get the, that are there to protect. Them. They get there. The fight is going on while he's telling them you got to pay by, you know doing the in inverted commas the mediating mm. it
1: escalates until we get to the bad guy barbosa that pete was talking about tony todd he wants them to find some irish kid basically and his girl seems to have something to do with this we'd already seen in an earlier scene a bit of tension when they'd met the first time they eventually track the the guy down but it's his He sort of begs them he pleads them not to do it and then you realize why because his daughter is there yeah and this is quite a scene actually some good acting from uh, louis mandelore in this scene there,
0: there is it, it the second half of this film gets better and better i felt as far as the acting goes and as far as the interest in the story because the character arc of of the of french and sue start to to change a little bit and you can see french's influence on sue who would never go against the mobster, who would just take the money, he would punch a woman in the face, he would do whatever it took mm. to to get the money, get it done. But suddenly, because of French's influence, he starts to have a, a bit of a conscience. And he doesn't want to beat this guy senseless in front of his kid. No. Partly because we learn as well that he has had a, a seven-year-old kid or mm-hmm. an eight-year-old kid himself which had got leukemia and passed away, I think, wasn't yeah. it? So he, he'd shared that and then he'd seen this little girl and, you know, if anything could pull on the heartstrings of a hardened criminal debt collector, then it was the sight of this little girl asking what these men were doing with her daddy and, oh, we're just playing, we're just playing. And mm. and he goes to reinforce that and says, you know, go and hide. And yeah.
1: We, we, we'll try and sort this out. And so, so against really... The better judgment in a way, because they know that Barbosa wants this guy. They give him some time. Um, Yeah, they tell him to get out of town. And
0: anyway, the girl has already stitched him right up. She's already told them, no, he's here and told Barbosa. And they know that if they're caught letting him go without getting the money... They're as good as dead themselves. Yeah. So then they have to make this this big call mm-hmm. over whether they go back upstairs. They're between a rock and
1: a hard place and they go and take on Barbosa. then, don't they? They do. It's kind of Butch Cassidy and the Sundance <laughs> kids style stuff. They have to go and take on this sort of army of mooks. They have got weapons. Suddenly yeah. there are guns, which there haven't really been guns in the movie.
0: No, it all gets ramped right up. It's all fists and, and bottles before then, and now it's, yeah. it's proper shooters and yeah. people aren't getting up again.
2: Pete, you may not have been a huge fan of this one then.
3: Well, right, so there were elements of it that I enjoyed. Firstly, yeah, there was some, I thought, some chemistry, decent chemistry between like the two lead characters, French and Sue. That was, that, like Dan says... <clears throat> So you, you, what you said is, like, they kind of held it together, but the, the rest of it seemed a little bit flaky. It, 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 for me, it just seemed like the scenes, yeah, whilst they did kind of, like, slightly ramp up in the stakes, it was just like, oh, here's another collection, and another collection, another collection. And then, ultimately, the the, the things I had You were disappointed
1: were, in the amount of debt collecting that was happening in, in the movie The Debt Collector. <laughs> it is that it's, way, yeah. It was
3: more the sort of, like, the repetition of, of the debt collecting, but... I've got. I it left me with a few questions. Like first of all, like so, number one, the ending.
1: Well, let's talk it about that the, ending because right. it is quite well, something, in it. You, you run us through it, Pete.
3: Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not necessarily going to talk you. It. So it reminded me a little bit, like you said before, that like, it looked. This looked like a didn't hit the mark Tarantino either film or or screenplay maybe. Mm. Like not necessarily because it was never going to be. It doesn't have to be the the, the you know like the quirky iconic sort of Tarantino direction. It can be. So like, say, the end of True Romance or something, which has got, you know, like there's, there's a, a room upstairs and lifts that are mm. going up to it. And it, everyone that goes up to the the room upstairs, there's guns and people are getting killed and others. are.
1: That's a good comparison. Surviving.
3: And you're, you're trying to sort of like root for some people over others. I hadn't really kind of like jumped on board with like Sue was like he was he was OK and. and french like uh, the, the the guy himself i'm not a hundred percent sure about the acting i think maybe it, it was i didn't know if it was meant to be kind of like just deadpan or whether it was just like wooden it, it i have to say really-
1: as far as acting goes i've watched a few scott adkins movies and this is probably one of his best roles I, it leans what? into his english i think this is probably closer to the like proper actual scott
0: Is he
2: going for a Statham kind of thing?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was
0: looking at
3: it. It was it was it was was deadpan, and you know, like there was it was quite you know it it did make me laugh at times that he he, whilst he's obviously handy can completely look after himself, and he was in these like situations that he never expected to be in, but he he sort of like maintained. I don't know, like uh, there was some there was some sort of quips and some lines and so on. I didn't hate this film by any stretch. But I just felt like it was it was something that I think could have been done so much better. It was actually quite interesting.
1: But it would have um, been made for like £2.50
2: yeah, and right, on the yeah. goodwill it, of, it wasn't. It, it wasn't again, a complete shoestring, I have to say. The budget was £3 million, Yeah. Which, right, a chunk. Okay. which is, a, you know... It, it, to I me, it didn't look... Why'd... Go on, go ahead, Pete.
3: Sorry, so I guess that's why things like this, maybe they get made and then enough people like it for it to kind of get made properly if you know what i mean i I don't know if that's that's where this will ever go and i don't know anything about the sequel i didn't watch the sequel what so the questions that i had were sort of at the very end like sue as far as i can tell is dead french gets out of there and is really badly injured and then pretty much like the film just ends
1: yes that, he, he I it. think he pretty much dies at the wheel of his car, doesn't it? Which does make the sequel a confusing <laughs> well, proposition. Well,
3: that, but <laughs> he's the sequel. It's not so...
1: exactly out of the blue, though, is it? Because one thing that we haven't mentioned is that interspersed with the narrative well, that's going on <laughs> is black and white sequences of cows, cows being yeah. cows. pushed through a processing plant. It's right, not exactly so... subtle foreshadowing uh, of so what's going to happen.
2: The
3: cows to me.
1: Well. It's, they're just going through the grinder. Yeah, basically. They're being corralled yeah, I, I into the abattoir, it, aren't yeah. they? They're being executed.
3: Better so be what a metaphor for their for their journey.
1: Honestly, who knows? let's be honest right who who really knows i'm sure if you want to you can attach all sorts of different meanings and significance to it i like that they swing for it and it doesn't quite come off so what they made this movie for three million dollars hopefully it will make enough to make more because interesting good characters i like the fight scenes there's a number of movies that I can tell you about if you're interested that are in this collaboration that are a bit more fight heavy or some different stylized things as well. It, it, was, so. it
0: was the writing, actually, that I enjoyed. I, I like the chemistry between the, the, the characters, particularly French and Sue, but others as well. Whenever there was a fight, there was a little bit of comedy within that, a little bit like lethal weapon kind of fighting, mm-hmm. you know, where something just a bit more extraordinary happens and it's not, you know, there's comedy. They grab things around them to to aid in in the fight and everything. Yeah, really impressed with the writing. And as I say, I watched number two and even the writing of that, is it French intr- again then? To introduce it's both these Sue. characters back into it, what they do.
1: A spoiler, they de- they have a cracking fight. They they have a, have a cracking fight.
0: But it's, it's <laughs> like, well, yeah, it's Hollywood and we just decided to bring it back <laughs> yeah. because it was good the first time around.
2: I would say that I did enjoy it. I, I really did enjoy it. These sort of films they do feel like they are an audition for something bigger do you know what i mean it's, it's everyone trying to well i think it is pre- yeah and that's yeah. what they are they're trying to prove that they can do it and here we are we, we can do this stuff now put us in a big film these guys are um,
1: english guys they're like seven or eight years older than us yeah, yeah. they've gone out there yeah. and they're just making Living stuff. The dream. and it's it's good quality yeah it's ambitious it's entertaining they're talented and come on the pod come on the pod scott Atkins. well i you know, tell you what i'm get him on I'll, Um, generally be um interested to to chat to him and and the writer i i thought yes can i tell you sorry to bang on No, there's the so they've got a few in their collaborations the first one they did is this bizarre and i think brilliant one called savage dog it's set in indochina in 1959 that was the first one they did you might check that out that's on netflix close range is one they did and then there's the there's one called accident man which is like a sort of He's Adkins plays a hitman who stages deaths that look like accidents and he gets caught up and it escalates and stuff. It's it's inventive stuff. Really good. Go and check it out if you're into this sort of thing.
0: Yeah, pleasantly surprised. And I think, you know, for 90 minutes, it's full of action. It will keep you interested. Maybe the first five or 10 minutes, you will maybe like me be a little bit apprehensive because it does look a little bit budget and it you can see that it is maybe a bit of an audition for for yeah. something better but there's enough promise in this to say wow they've got something here and they've made another one and i, I think they'll possibly go on particularly french and sue i think we'll see more of them
1: he's got a sort of mickey rourke type
0: yeah
2: yeah he he does. Does yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's a, a recommendation then yeah. from all of us even pete <laughs> Uh, just about. And no one said French and Saunders. I'm disappointed.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking it the whole time, though.
0: <laughs>